and welcome to DMVR Bets Daily. Henry, Mama said there's there'd be days like this. Uh, the under was a push. The Rockies are in a low-scoring game in San Diego. Our upsets in other games didn't go well. Just one of those, you know, just one of those. How's the old DraftKings account doing for you? It's in rough shape. Yeah. The The, the problem for me today, though, is that mm -hmm. this is the first time I've had a bad day after being on this show. And so mm -hmm. even when I was losing money, I was losing money on the weekends. And so I didn't feel like I was losing money for other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Today is the first day where I have, like, the guilt of leading others astray. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. It it's is. a tough one. Uh, hey, it's going to happen from time to time. The Avs really kind of killed our momentum. Yep. The Nuggets, I really thought, were the better team yesterday. And, and I stand by what we did. You know, they were, they were plus 360, plus 390, whatever they were. The strategy was to wait until after tip-off, use that 33% odds boost, turn that it. into, like, plus 500 or whatever. And they, I mean, I that implies what? Uh, about an 18% chance of winning? They had a much better chance of winning than that. It was good value. It just yeah. didn't hit. Just didn't hit. I thought, uh, I thought really in that stretch at the end of the second, Paul George and Kawhi had to make some really, really tough shots to keep them in it. And, you know, our superstars just weren't able to kind of elevate their game in that stretch. I thought our bench played better than they did. There were a lot of encouraging signs. Oh, this yeah. is anyone's series. I may or may not have jumped on the series line and just took yeah. them in the plus 300s while I could. In fact, what's that at right now? That was uh, going to be one of my picks for tomorrow when they play again. But, yeah, it's time to double down the series line. You know, it worked out for me when they were playing the Jazz. I got them down 3-1. I got them down again 3-2. Plus 1050 in a 2-1 series. That's Come incredible on. value. Come on. At least there's something on there. With how resilient this group has been, mm -hmm. Do not sleep on them. And really, you think you think the, the Clippers had to crawl back to win that one. Game one, the Nuggets were just tired from game seven. Yep. The two games that have mattered, the Nuggets look like the better team uh, for the majority of the time. So I guess that's encouraging. We hope to make some money again on that. Gary Harris does get his total points, rebounds, assists. That seemed like a safe one, but Jeremy Grant can't get five rebounds for me. That was a rough one. That can't was a rough even one. get like... What I need, 12 points? I needed 14 points. Mm -hmm. Jeez. Yeah. And, and they, they win. If those props hit, they win. So. And the crazy Ooh, thing is, crazy. you know, you look at the rebounds, and that first game, Jokic had, what, 18 rebounds? And I know there was a stat. Like, I, I think they gave up 12 offensive rebounds in the first game. Mm -hmm. At halftime, I think the Nuggets still hadn't given up an offensive rebound. If That's not, it was crazy. late in the second quarter. And you'd think those rebounds would be going somewhere, especially when Jokic had so many in the first game. For Jeremy Grant not to hit that over, that's uh, that's another crusher. Yeah, that's uh, that was a rough one. Jokic finally got his triple double. I he forgot. Did. He, okay. uh, I think he did. Right? Was he an he, assist short? No, he, he was didn't. an assist short. He was for so the close. Like he was on pace. Oh man. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. It, it seemed like a guarantee for for the entire game, and I think right, he missed that assist insane but Jokic can do whatever he wants in the series and i think we saw it. you know oh uh, yeah he, he missed it by there. two assists in fact so he goes in there starts the game against zoo box draws 
two fouls on Zubox in about two minutes. Yes. And then they throw in uh, Harrell. Harrell was the, no Harrell was Jermichael the third. Green. Jermichael Green Jermichael got Green. the second try. With to Reggie stop the Miller, like, oh, they really like what they found with Jermichael Green. Two fouls later from Jermichael Green, call Trez Harrell in, and then two he gets fouls, a foul. and then two like, fouls, and then like they're like a, six minutes in, they had five fouls from yeah. the Clippers centers. And then and then at the start of the second quarter, it's Zubox again, and he gets another foul on Zubox, and it, I mean. Jokic can do whatever he wants against these big men. Mm-hmm. And it worked for most of the game. You and just need a little bit more of it down the stretch. You need a couple injury. more guys. You don't need Jeremy Grant taking as many shots as he took down the stretch. He need, Those are situations where he needs to be heading to the rim instead of just sitting at the three-point line. And nobody should be passing him the ball anyway. It's some, some frustrating yeah. things. But, yep. again, we were talking about before, this is anybody's series still. It's anybody's series. Hopefully they've learned that Jamal and – Nikola need to be taking those shots and not Jeremy. Yeah, it's anybody's series, and it's anybody's series because this team has just grown in the bubble. The way yeah. MPJ has developed, and he was huge yesterday. Mm-hmm. The way Jamal Murray has really developed into a superstar. The fact that Jokic is still playing well despite uh, the injury. And I mean, I haven't enjoyed um, my superstars mismatch the way I have Jokic on Zubak since watching Von Miller just steal Mike Remmer's lunch uh, in Super Bowl 50. So, um, it, it's really a fun mismatch to to watch. It's a great series. We will be paying attention to that all along. Uh, unfortunately, it's kind of the first time in a while we don't we don't have a playoff game today in the Mile High City in Prop City. I don't know what to do with myself. It's weird, man. So I guess we will have the fantasy show tonight at eight. Yes, tune into that. There is that, uh, <laughs> especially you know, uh, betters. You know, it's kind of betting adjacent. That is true. It's a it's a fun way to game, but because of that. We do have NBA playoffs. We do have NHL playoffs. I think we're putting together a parlay. I know you've got yep. some college football stuff we want to talk about, mm-hmm. and we do still have a Rockies game after Kyle Freeland's phenomenal start yesterday. They can't pull it off, and today it's a Chichi Gonzalez day. So lots of things going on regardless of no abs or nuggets. So where do you want to start? NBA, let's go there, where we are upset addicts. The Bucks, though, now are the underdogs here against the Miami Heat. Finally an adjustment, something we didn't see, for example, in that Stars Avalanche line ever. Yeah. You know, they were down 3-1, and yet the Avs were still favored every single game. Obviously, the Giannis Antetokounmpo injury plays a massive part into this. Still questionable, still possible to play. What's your take on this? I, uh, you know, I'm going to keep riding with the strategy. I think that's the big thing here is that whatever happens with Giannis, I'm taking the Bucks at plus money. You are. Yep. This is this has been the strategy all the way through. We weren't taking the Heat because we thought the Heat were the better team. We were taking the Heat because we thought that this was a pretty even series. That's right. And they had the plus odds. Very good. Now Very you can good. snag the Bucks at plus 150. Why not try it? Why not try it? I think that... Giannis's injury is scary. Uh, if you guys didn't watch the game, he came in. He was having some ankle issues. He tweaked it in the game before. Mm-hmm. Uh, early in the second quarter, he uh, sprained it, left the arena in a boot, ha- didn't come back in the game. He did shoot the free throws because he got fouled on the play. That's what you do. Yep. So we don't know whether he's going to be back. Um, how does that impact this for you, though? Because I know for me, I'm. it's almost a wash because they did look so good without him. Exactly. This is almost how I'm playing it as I'm waiting for this injury report. I, And one way or the other, Giannis is healthy. 
I'm hoping to get the heat all of a sudden at plus money. I wouldn't be surprised if that was enough of a swing to do that. Certainly, I should be getting better odds than minus 160. If Giannis is injured, I'm riding with the Bucks. I really thought with how teams have played Giannis in these playoffs, sagging off from him so much, double teaming him, they just have really struggled against the Heat especially. Mm -hmm. Without him, Chris Middleton stepped his game up. All of a sudden, all the shooters seemed to have more cohesion, more space. Everything was just flowing better. So I kind of like if I could get the Bucks at like plus 220 because Giannis is out. I like my odds there because they're playing with house money. They're not, you know, all of a sudden they're not expected to win. They play a little looser and just the game plan and flow seems to be operating better. So that's kind of how I'm playing this out. It's... It's a bit risky to bet against Giannis, but I think you could do be- you could do worse than that. The other really interesting series here has been Rockets Lakers, which both games have been pretty close. The Lakers were up big in game two and then got caught back up. Um, you know, talk about their uh, Russell Westbrook is having I- issues similar to Giannis, and the defensive game plan against them is similar. But the Lakers are really counting on LeBron and AD to be outstanding night in, night out for them to survive in this series. Again, we're riding with the strategy. I think the the Rockets at plus 175 are pretty nice odds. This might be one of those where I, I wait for the game to start and then yep. I take that live uh, odds boost on this one. Yeah, and I think what I might do is parlay the Bucks and the Rockets. Yep. And then if the Bucks lose and I'm kind of like looking like I'm out of luck with the parlay, then I'll probably use that odds boost on the Rockets money line and try again. And then if if that does hit, the the Bucks do win, then I'll probably use that live odds boost on something else. Maybe I'll jump in on one of the player props, um, over under something like that, add a little diversity to my portfolio. Yeah. Are there any props you're liking here? Um, I know you were pretty high on the three point props. Was it in the Lakers series? Um, I was looking more at the Bucks series, and again, I d- really do think that the three point shooting is reliant on Giannis. Like you need him yeah. to crash the paint when yeah. when he is just pulling everybody in there. Because you can't forget that when he was playing, this was the best he's looked all series. Nineteen points in eleven minutes, eight of ten from the field, one of one from three. Like he was doing what he, he wanted. He was dominating. They, and they were still down, down one point when he yeah. left the game. So, <sighs> if he is playing. I think that I'm definitely looking at that Brooke Lopez over two and a half threes. I know Ooh. that's a lot, but that's his role in that offense when Giannis is out there, and that's at plus 142, so it is good value. Um, I'll, I will also say that Brooke Lopez minus 107 to outscore Bam at a bio. I like that as well. Um, and then in the Rockets-Lakers game, P.J. Tucker over one and a half threes. It's only minus 180, but based on how he was playing in that last game, Hitting two threes seems like it's more likely than not, especially in that offense where you know you're going to get consistent open looks because either Harden or Westbrook is going to get to the rim and collapse that defense. Um, And then, of course, Jimmy Butler over half a three. I'm going to keep riding with that, even though it's only minus 159. He's got to hit a three, right? He's got to get one. I would think so, too. So I've been thinking a lot about three-pointers, obviously, and uh, I just think that there are some good options out there today. Man, and in that Lakers Rockets, LeBron's over under in points set at 28 and a half. Russell Westbrook, 22 and a half. James Harden, 30 and a half. 
Anthony Davis, 30 and a half. Maybe the under on Anthony Davis. Really? The rest you're, of you're those not feeling an AD night. Like I, I'm just I'm just really scared off. Like even LeBron, like betting on him to essentially get 30. Yeah. <sighs> I don't think I want to sweat that one out. And I definitely don't want to take the under on LeBron in a playoff game, you know? And that's kind of how I feel about all these guys. Russ with that 22, maybe that under there is tempting just because he has been really streaky and the off nights have been really ugly. He could have another off night where, I mean, single-digit points, I think, is really on the table for him. But it's Russell Westbrook who can drop 30, 40 at any point. Uh, And so I kind of want to just stay away from that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Kind of like the over here. If you like the Rockets, you like the over. They just got to push the pace, man. And they got to hit so many threes to survive in this. Yep, I do think the over is a good play. NHL, we've got one game, Stars-Knights. Stars-Knights. This is similar to the Lightning series. You know, we talked about the Lightning yesterday. Uh, I said I like the Lightning to win the series by two. Um, Oh, yeah. You you were saying by over one and a half? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was good. Value. Yep. And the Lightning ended up winning that first game against the Islanders 8 to 2. I think that there is a pretty similar talent disparity um between the Knights and the Stars. Mm-hmm. I'd ride with the Knights. I'd bet on them. I'd also take them in their series line minus 1 and a half. I think that might even be better value than you get. That might be plus 200. I can't remember I put the bet in yesterday. Um but that's where I'm looking here is Knights all the way. If you want to boost that uh, value instead of just taking that money line um, maybe take them to win in regulation. Yeah, that's plus 105. Puck line intriguing at plus 170 here, too, for the Knights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Stars got lucky in that first one. Feels like uh, yep. they're due. Okay. Yep. And I'm, I may or may not be parlaying all of these that we're giving out. Yeah, I might sprinkle, so, I might sprinkle a parlay as well. I'm waiting on the Bucks. Uh, let's hit up the MLB before I get some takes from you on college football because we've got some power five schools playing again this exciting Saturday. yeah yeah it's uh pretty crazy it kind of feels surreal frankly yeah we have chichi gonzalez on the mound against mike clevinger uh for the padres clevinger at home has been very good 193 era he's the only one you can find a strikeout prop his over under on strikeout set at six and a half Man, after that high-scoring series against the Dodgers, I just thought that would keep up. And then, you know, in a, a classically pitcher-friendly ballpark in, in San Diego, it was a really low-scoring game yesterday. Yeah, and I turned that one on in the ninth inning. Yeah. Ugh, saw 0-0. Zero, zero. It's like, oh, I wonder if this one's going 14. And then you watch the Rockies, like, get a runner on. Trevor Steele's second. You're like, okay, here's a chance. Is Kevin Pillar going to be the man for the Rockies? Go out there and essentially win them another game. He did not. And then the Padres just whooped up on Estevez. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, and, and so now I'm looking at this saying, as much as I think that Mike Clevenger is going to give his team a much better chance to win than Chichi Gonzalez, Rockies at plus 195. Are they going to hold on long enough to get you a good cash out option? Maybe they take a lead and you're comfortable riding it out for the win. I don't know. I could (laughs) ever be in that position with the Rockies, but we'll see. I I, I think that maybe it's worth sprinkling that. But, you know, Clevenger was tweeting with Tony Hawk yesterday. 
the day before. And when you see that, it's like, can you really bet against that man? Can you be locked in if you're tweeting with Tony Hawk, though? Do you need I to be locked you. in in baseball? Like, you're just staying there half the time Whoa, anyway. Wow. I mean, well, come as on. A we all, I, I think as a pitcher, you'd have to be locked in. He, he has um, he has half the game to sit in the dugout take. and send his tweets out. I'm not worried about it. I thought it. my betting against Giannis was a scorching hot take. Do you need to be concentrated to pitch in the MLB? Is a... Whew, that's the next level. I, don't know. I really like the over all around in this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, I think that that's a decent value. I like ah, the over yeah. three and a half for the Rockies. Over three and a half. I mean, yeah. it's Clevenger, guys. It's not Nolan Ryan here. Yeah. Over five and a half for the Padres? Come on. It's Chichi Gonzalez. It's just though, like, you see Tony Hawk in a Clevenger jersey, and you're like, can you really be betting against this man? Yeah, I think I can. Okay. Thanks. Well, then I'll ride with you on that one. It's, it's four runs. And then, of course, you're. you're I, I really want the best for Chichi Gonzalez. Mind you, the bullpen could also allow the runs. It doesn't just have to be Clevinger. Clevinger? That's true. And then, you know, the over at minus 120, over eight and a half, and the, the money line. So I guess all of a sudden I'm in for four picks, and um, I feel <laughs> like I'm going to have my heart broken, but that probably means those are all winners for the Rockies. Usually yeah. when I don't believe the Rockies, that's when they, they, they're money makers. Um Okay, well, the moment you've all been waiting for, the moment many of us have all been waiting for, we don't know how many college football picks we'll be able to make this year, frankly, so uh, we better get our <laughs> fill while we can. And uh, before that, I want to remind you to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week one of the NFL season, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code DMVR during sign-up for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Let's get on that odds boost. Any hot odds boost for us today? Uh, nothing that like? I'm what do you like? in love with. Uh. The LeBron James triple-double at plus 215. I got it at plus 260 in that last game. That was the one we were talking about during that I thought that it had hit. He wound up an assist short. Mm. You know, when you look at how many triple-doubles he's had, and this was before the last game, Man, you're essentially looking for better than plus 250 odds if he's going to keep up the pace he's had throughout the playoffs. Well, now you're going to need even better odds than that because he just missed out on another triple-double. The odds are down to plus 215. I just, I mean, it's not worth it. You can find better props. Um, Anthony Davis and James Harden both to, sc or to score over 61.5 combined points. Essentially looking for like a 30-point night from each of them. Yep, you know, yep, that could yep. be off a bit. I, I don't like you're that. You're asking for a lot. I, I, again, I like those three-pointers better. Um, and then you have some baseball stuff that... Yeah, the California love. They always try to get you with that, I, where you can parlay Giants, Dodgers, and Padres, and Angels all the win, plus 490. Yeah. I need better than that. I, I, need, I better need better than, better than, than, than that, that as well. Okay. There okay. just isn't anything in there that I think you got to get. Um, Knights to win with a shutout at Jeez, plus 935. Man. I mean, I know it's the stars, but come on. And they have, they have good they goalies. Score I mean, goals. those goalies will put them in Dude. situations. I mean... Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's it possible. Plus it nine thirty-five, that's good value, but you have to understand what you're doing, and that's essentially like throwing a hail mary, but a hail mary that if you throw ten dollars in, you're gonna get a hundred bucks back. So there you go, Hank. You have two more. Well, this is your second to last show on here with me, subbing in for Ryan. 
Tomorrow I'm going to let you get any hot takes, picks, bets, especially for the NFL coming up off your chest. I know uh, you, you, you innocently brought up some lines, some futures in the NFL you liked yesterday, mm-hmm. and the, the office kind of exploded. Oh, I know. Those you say some, one good thing about the Patriots and the sky falls. Controversial takes. Um, what you got <laughs> on the college side for us today? Uh, that is your. That is what you're employed to do. That is, is like, actually my job football. here. For those oh. of you who don't know, um, and yeah. Prior I, to this job, you college, you covered yeah, college football. Yeah, as well. there, I never covered the NFL up in Montana, actually. Oh, um, outstanding. So, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, there's there's one game this week before Saturday, and that's Miami playing UAB. <laughs> and I really do think that that is the game that is most worth watching. You know, you forget that in college football, you really every week there are good games. But it's because there are just so many games that some of them turn out to be good. You look through these lines, and they're almost all double-digit favorites. Um, and, and there the aren't going to oh, be yeah. many close games, at least according to the books. You know, Tulane, yeah. South Alabama, Saturday night is an eight-point line. I mean, that's a eight-point spread. So, I mean, UTSA, Texas State. Yeah. So, there's that, too. Miami's the one that I'm really looking at, though, because Miami is kind of a dark horse national championship contender and this is a quick look you know Derek king went through that whole thing last Mm. year where he sat out early at houston they had the new rule where you could play like four games the and and still redshirt things went badly for houston he was like oh i'm just gonna take my redshirt save one more year of eligibility but don't worry guys i'm gonna be right here back at houston that's not what happened now he's at Miami with a pretty great roster that includes my guy D. Wiggins, a name that sounds insanely close to T. Higgins, who's a great receiver, and that right there is enough for me to buy in. Um, I think that this is going to be right up there with one of the best offenses in college football, and I, I think that this is going to be a big game. Take that minus 14 with Miami, see if they really can turn up the heat, win this game by three, four possessions, and prove that they belong in that national championship conversation. I worry about Miami's opt-outs a little bit. While not knowing a ton about UAB, but it does feel... I mean, it's felt for a couple years like Miami was due. Um, That's true. That's the only thing that gives me pause, though, there is to lean either way. What I'm bullish on is the Qs, coached by Dino Babers, Mm -hmm. who's really got that program. I mean, outside of Clemson, they've been the one other ACC team that's regularly been in the top 25 Mm -hmm. the last couple years. They've got North Carolina, who, uh, you know, our colleague Andrew Mason will tell us, very, very talented young quarterback there. They're looking on the up and up um, with Mac Brown back there coaching. Mm -hmm. I can't believe, though, that the Tar Heels are 22-point favorites here. It's because there's like this aura building around North Carolina. Yeah, you you look at the on. recruiting, and all of a sudden they're pulling in all of this top-tier talent. They have Mac Brown leading the charge, but they are kind of being overhyped. And that 22-point line, you got to take Syracuse there. You got to take Syracuse plus 22. Dino Babers, baby, come on. Yep. Dino Babers, what? North Carolina is just kind of like hot right now. You're seeing their name in like the good conversations. Every analyst is yeah. calling them like some sort of dark horse. I, I like I like Syracuse plus 22, though. 22, though. I mean, last year this line might have been reversed, frankly. Um so that's the that's the juicy upset that I see. Duke Notre Dame's an interesting one. Um man, Notre Dame I really thought would have a 
had a dark show, dark horse shot at Anatti mm-hmm. coming into this season. Then Cole Komet declares for the draft. You know, the uncertainty with this offseason and them kind of being a, an independent who's now going to play more in the S- ACC and how that changes things. 20-point favorite with all the unknowns against a Duke program that's been steady uh, for many years now. That seems intriguing. I would still take Notre Dame minus 20. That's where I'm at. I still do think they're right in that national championship conversation. You know, every team is going to have like a few guys who are like, oh, I wish they still had him, especially this year, because there are going to be so many opt-outs, the mid-season opt-outs. There's going to be the – I mean, we're already seeing games get canceled, and it's going to be a chaotic season. This is going to be a year where you want to have maybe a couple of shots on Dark Horse National Champions. You know, even though I still do think that odds are it's going to be Clemson, it's going to be Alabama, it's going to be Ohio State right up there in that in like that that top tier. Weird things are going to happen and you're at least going to give yourself some cash out opportunities I think if you do put some money on teams like Notre Dame, like Miami. Mm. Very interesting, very interesting. Do you uh We've got some conference winners in here. Mm. And then, you know, the Georgia Tech-Florida State, to me, is very interesting. Ah. Unfortunately, you know, Georgia Tech isn't the old uh, Paul Johnson-Georgia Tech from a couple years ago, or I'd be pretty bullish about it, especially with the weird offseason Florida State has had. But 13 points. uh, Florida State shouldn't be minus two over a touchdown against anyone the way this team's played the last two years. They're now, you know, it's now a new head coaching staff who's already had some problems with his players with everything that went down. Yeah, I think Georgia Tech is going to make this uh, much tougher than the the bookmakers have it here. I could see it. Um, I, I've said on the bus podcast that this year I'm uh, only supporting triple option and air raid teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think that means I have to be kind of like against Georgia Tech mm. at this point. They kind of betrayed you, yes. They kind of did betray me. And so because of that... I have a tough time picking them, but yeah, you, you make some good points that maybe this line shouldn't be uh, quite what it is, but yeah. still that plus 420 is an intriguing value. And then really the, the other power five on power five matchup we have is Wake Forest, Clemson, Wake plus 33. Uh, yeah, I, I think I like the Tigers there. You know, we did see Clemson come out slow last year, though. That's true. Remember that game against North Carolina? It took was that overtime was that last possession of regulation that Clemson yeah, finished yeah, off right, it, one or yeah. the other and so I do think that even though it does seem like Clemson should be able to beat Wake Forest by 34 points that's a that's a crazy number and you never really know you never really know what's going to happen I'm I'm just going to stay away there I like the over 60 and a half in that one too so okay mm, yeah all right well there's some college football prep for you too We'll see what happens Thursday with that Miami game. Oof. Until then, uh, best of luck with the Rockies and these NHL NBA parlays. And hopefully you do some single bets as well, since there's nice value on a lot of these upsets we gave out. And I would hate for everything to be blown by one loss, you know. So yep. best of luck. We will see you tomorrow.